Looney, defensive rebound, leads Curry with a beautiful pass on the break, inside hand, left side of the bucket, it's good! The Warriors take the lead, and the Cavaliers call time! Dub Nation, you're listening to the Warriors post-up with the voice of the Warriors, Tim Roy. We're going to get our post-game guest over here in just a moment. All right. I think we're going to get Steph here. Yep. And I heard somebody call your name. Uh, <laughs> Steph and Curry's put up the headset on. Steph, can you hear us? Yes, sir. Boy, how, what, how about a hard-fought win? Wow. They're all hard-fought at, at this point. Um, nothing easy in terms of trying to turn the uh, the momentum into our favor. You know, it's, uh, it's a grind trying to put the right rotations, the right execution, the right intensity, especially on the defensive end. Uh, but we're finding a way. And the biggest part is, like, these feel like playoff games where you just kind of got to grind them out. So if we can try to create some momentum, this would be good lessons for the entire team towards the end of the season. Absolutely. And, and let me ask you this. You've been playing so well at the start of the season, but the team hasn't played so well. Have you been looking for ways to try to translate your play to other players? I mean, that's what it, it's a team game. That's 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 what it's about, especially if you've been here as long as I have. You've seen it all, and nothing really phases you in terms of, like, trying to press the panic button early or worrying too much about, you know, individual play. It's just how we put it together collectively that, you know, makes makes us who we are. It's going to make us who we are. So no excuses, you know, no pointing fingers. Uh, we all kind of, you know, live and die by the results as a team, and, and that's that's who we are. I know you guys have uh, paid homage to the run TMC Warriors with the uniforms because you're playing defense like them, as Steve said uh, <laughs> a couple games ago. But you haven't the last six quarters. The last quarter, the last, the last half of the last game, and then this game I thought was your best defensive effort of the year by far. These guys are number two in the league in offensive efficiency, and you really held them in check. What was the key uh, to, to being able to do that and kind of turn around what's been a lackluster D early in the season? Just a commitment, a focus. Um, I, we'll be honest, like a lot of people, a lot of media, a lot of fans talking about, you know, our bench and, you know, just trying to put together the right rotations. You kind of overlook the fact that for the first six, seven games, our starters, we, we were playing well, but we were lacking focus on the details of not fouling, you know, not giving up uh, offensive rebounds. And that, that kills momentum, especially, you know, on the road when you're trying to, to win, you know, basketball games. So we have to hold ourselves accountable that even though the numbers look good, our starting unit could take it to another, another level um, on the defensive end. And then, you know, our bench guys and our, our depth can show, uh, you know, what we're capable of. We still have a lot of room to grow, but, uh, you know, that's, that's, that's the challenge for us is to, uh, to put it together for four, 48 minutes. Yeah. Is it a feel for you when the game, I don't want to say is slipping away, but when the tide started to go against you guys a little bit, maybe the lead goes from two to seven for the opposition. Is there something you feel or see that's like, hey, I got to be a little more aggressive in this situation here. I got to, I got to look to get my shot. And if not, look to get somebody a wide open shot. Yeah, I mean, just aggressiveness is always aggressiveness and decisiveness is always the uh, the mode. So, you know, it's not nothing's predictable. Yeah, you know, nothing's choreographed. You just try to take shots you think you're going to make, make plays you think you can execute. Try to keep it as simple as possible. 
Uh, and usually when you get good shots, like over the course of uh, the game, you start to get a rhythm. So that's, that's yeah. you know, what I, what I expect to do every night. Well, I'll give you what you've had the last two games. 24 shots, 47 points. 23 shots. 40 points. That's about as efficient as it gets. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to uh, to meet that. Oh, man, that's, that's a little aggressive. I'm trying to <laughs> do something like that every night. <laughs> hey, re- real quick, because I know you've worked with this lady before. Allison Human des- designed the uh, City Edition for women's empowerment. What do you think of those things? And, and they, they look pretty cool. They look cool. They want to know in them. Uh, the court is actually my favorite part. Uh, I almost thought we were playing on the road when I walked out here because it looked, <laughs> looked so foreign, but um, you know, like you said, celebrating women, positions of leadership, knowing that needs to grow, and women's empowerment. Uh, I have a lot of amazing women in my life, and uh, to have a jersey that's symbolic of that is special. Uh, Miss Human is is uh, really, really, really talented. She she uh, designed my Curry Eights a couple years ago, um, and so I've worked with her a couple times before. She's really, really talented, really special. Really cool how this is all executed and. Nice to get a, a debut win in them for sure. Well, get home to some of those great women that you uh, you work, you live with. Absolutely, so. um, appreciate it. And well, if it's still around, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it is t- tonight. Still there, still alive. If it's still around, y'all follow him on Twitter at Warriors Box. <laughs> Thank you, Steph. Thanks, Absolutely. One oh six, one oh one. It was the final. Oh, that was beautiful. Love that. Is but it still? It's still. I'm Is still it? working okay. on it. Yep. Still working on okay. it. So And the Warriors get a win. They outscore the Cavs by eight in the fourth quarter and win one oh six one oh one. Just uh boy. Uh hard fought. Yep. Their best defensive game of the year by far. Easily, yep. Forty uh, percent from the floor for K- Cleveland. And the Warriors settle down. They had what? Ten turnovers in the blink of an eye, it seemed like, and they finished with a total of 15 on the night. And and turnovers has been, you know, part of their poor defense so far is because they have so many live ball turnovers. Yeah, and that's where the fast breaks come in. That's where the fouls come in. So it, it all ties together. Uh, and, and I said before the game that I thought the three-point line would be a big deal tonight. It usually is, but it was even bigger tonight. Warriors 15 three-pointers on 36 attempts. They held the Cavs to 8 of 30. This is the team that's shooting 40% from the three-point line, second in the NBA. And and they held them down. Now, they did get beat on the offensive glass, 14 to 8. They did get outscored 17 to 4 in second chance points. So that's one you look at and say, maybe we're a little fortunate to, to get out of there with a win because of uh, that discrepancy. But the fact the defense was so much better. Like, that. again, I'll say it. And I'll keep saying it and keep saying it. When this team is really good, they're good defensively. They're really good defensively. It, it wasn't the offense tonight. I know 15 threes is pretty nice. They only scored 106. I mean, that, that's not mind-blowing. Curry had 40 of the 106. Yeah. and they hold him to 101. Man. So holding him to 101. Now, it's, I mean, stuff's been incredible this year. Uh, the efficiency in which he's scoring this year. I know that bugged him last year that he just couldn't get the efficiency numbers where he wanted him wanted him to be. He just he wasn't shooting the three well last year. The the percentages weren't quite there. And he's come back this year and he's just been nails. His efficiency uh, has been off the charts this year. And they've needed it. They've really I mean it's not like hey Steph's efficient, that's great. It's like they need that efficiency, especially with Clay struggling. Clay three of thirteen tonight. He only had nine points on thirteen shots. So 
he's been scuffling. Draymond did what Draymond does: rebounds, assists, eight rebounds or ten rebounds, 13, 13 assists tonight. So this was just to me about defense, about hanging in there, uh, Looney battling on the glass in the fourth quarter. I mean, those guys, oh, yeah. get, those guys are long. And they're good offensive rebounders, Allen. Look at look at look at Mobley. Mobley. Look at Mobley's offensive rebounding numbers. Yeah, eight. Eight. I mean, he's like again, he just like unfolds. Like he's there and then whoop, he just like the whole, like it's like, wait a minute. He's only two long bones in the arms. Like he has three. Like just his arm is just so much longer than everybody else's. It really isn't, but he jumps really high, super athletic. But Looney was battling in there in the fourth quarter, just coming up with big rebounds. And then the biggest one maybe was the one where he got the rebound at an outlet past a step that directly led to to a layup. That was a really nice one too. But just a really, really good good win over a really good team. You know the. Uh I give Clay some credit. He had some really good defense at times tonight, and he hit a very big three coming down the stretch. And so, you know, I and again, I, I just don't worry about him as much because you just think it's one of those nights it's just going to turn for him, and then he's going to have, you know, the scoring. And, but to the other part about that equation, though, is is that when he plays with Jordan Poole, last year he was getting some open looks because of Poole, and Poole, Played like Jordan Poole tonight. He had 18 points. He had four rebounds. He had a couple of assists, and and that was good to see. He was a little more aggressive, a little more confident tonight, and it really showed. I thought it was a nice blend for him. Yeah, it was the 18 points, 13 shots. So it, it wasn't like one on one. Let me take the ball. Let me take over. It was let's move the ball, move the ball. Occasionally, he got it and went with it, which you like to see uh, see him do. I still, because we've seen it now. If I hadn't seen it, I wouldn't mention this all the time, but I'd, I'd still love to see him explode to the bucket more and try to get to the free throw line. I mean, he's such a good free throw shooter, and he's a good finisher too. And he's got tremendous athleticism. And I, I don't know if those carries are still kind of in his head, like he's not like right. fully committed to what he can do and what moves he can do. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, the more aggressive he is, the better. But I thought it was a really, really nice blend tonight from him. The um, rotation was a little shorter tonight. DiVincenzo got 15 minutes of work in, and, you know, he didn't score. Uh, but I thought he did a couple of good things out there in his defense. You know, he's aggressive defensively. He doesn't let people set up and, and immediately go to where they want to go. If yeah. they're going to get there, they're going to have to get through him. Uh, and I <laughs> got to tell you, uh, playing hard is a skill. And hustling is a skill, and Anthony Lamb does both. Yeah, and hits threes. And hits threes. I mean, he's a pretty, he's a decent enough three-point shooter. No, he he was really good, really good tonight. Pitched it on the glass, hustled back on offense, hustled back on defense. Uh, ball doesn't die when he gets in his hands, catches it, moves it, goes sets a pick. He understands what they're trying to accomplish. Like, look, every single time down the court, the goal is to try to get Steph open. <laughs> Right, get him open as much as possible, because that frees everyone else up too. So I mean, he gets that; he understands uh, the offense in theory, anyway. He may not know all the plays; hasn't been here long enough. But he understands like what they're trying to accomplish, and he's able to do it. And he's able to do it with some pace. And Steve always loves pace. I mean, we noticed early on how how much better the offense runs when Draymond runs into a pick. 
or pushes the ball up the court. Uh, It's just huge. There was a play early in the third quarter, I want to say, where where Draymond's underneath the bucket and just ran out to set the screen. Poole comes off, hits a shot. That's because Allen, I think it was guarding him, didn't run with Draymond. So when Jordan comes off the screen, it's an easy bucket because the big guy's trailing. Like when he does that, you can just see a different juice with the team. Draymond running here, running there. Uh, and it gets everybody else going too. So he's always, again, he's a guy that can affect the team without scoring. And he did it again uh, Did it again tonight. He did have uh, two tonight, but with basically without scoring. And the Warrior bench, 28 to, because of Poole and, and Lamp, 28 to 13, which was good. Yep. And a step in the right direction. So we'll, we'll see. I thought, again, just to the fact that I thought the, one of the biggest stretches in the game was the third quarter. They go four and a half minutes without scoring, and instead of getting crushed by that, they play just good enough defense to hang around and, and then eventually outscore the Cavs in the quarter, gave themselves a chance to win, which they did in the fourth. Yeah, I thought the biggest uh, one was when they gave up the six-point possession. They went down eight, and then bang, bang. Yeah. They got a shot, stop, shot, and they're down four again. So, and then and it was like, I think, uh, uh, then it was both teams hit a shot. They got a stop, and Clay hit that three, and then it was one. I mean, that was one where it could have gone from, like, two to 12 really, really quick, and it didn't. Because that's a demoralizing possession, a six-point possession. That's like, gee, what? We're just down two. Now we're down eight? What happened? But... Didn't let it phase them, just kept on trucking and uh, relied on their defense, and it, it got them over tonight. Well, I will uh, not see you Sunday or or Monday. That's right. You'll see me Monday. I'll see you Monday. I'll... I told RC we're trying to figure out a way where I could talk to you, too. Give me another mic down there. I could, I could check in. I can check in here too. I'll be all over the place. Yeah. Check in. I, I, just, I told RC I want to check in and see what's going on. Hey. What's going on up there? How's everybody doing? Just checking in. <laughs> see, see, see how everybody hey, is. We're watching movies up here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it'll be fun, though. I mean, mostly I'm just going to sit down there and listen to Tim and Mitch and and Chris uh, do their thing. So that'll be kind of that'll be kind of fun. I mean, it's always good to see those guys and to think that I play with three Hall of Famers is 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 pretty cool. I mean, it, it's pretty cool stuff. I'm glad Timmy got in, and it's just. You know, it's funny now that you think about it, or I think about it occasionally. I'm like, God, what would that team have been like if they had kept that team together? Yeah. And it was only, what, a year and a half, two years? Yep, year and a half. Yeah. Not only if they kept it together, if they kept it together and somebody would have thought, you know what? Maybe we should start shooting a bunch of threes. Yeah. Like, because we could shoot threes. We had a Mully? bunch of guys could yeah. shoot. Mully could shoot. Mitch could shoot. Uh, Timmy wasn't a great shooter, but he could shoot a little bit. Rod could shoot. I could shoot some. We had a bunch of guys, and like, God. I mean, because we were still getting crushed on defense. Right. But instead of getting crushed on defense and trading twos for twos, it could have been threes for twos, kind of like some teams do now. But that was way before the three-point revolution, way before it. So it didn't really enter anybody's mind. But, I mean, that team now would have been a lot. Not, not that they were, we were a defensive juggernaut. <laughs> that still was a little bit of an issue uh, stopping anybody. But what a fun team. What a skilled team. Well, then not only did you get to play with three Hall of Famers and play for a Hall of Fame coach, yes. uh-huh. but you, you have to, those are three great guys. They really great are. Guys. Yeah. You know, that, um, was, that was the most fun team I ever played for in the NBA because it was more like college than any other team in the NBA. Not that it was like college. Everybody, you know, a lot of guys still had families, but we all hung out together. 
Like, I could hang out with five different guys on five different road trips, go see movies with them, hang out, grab drinks with them, just, you know, maybe when we're home, play golf with them. It was just one of those teams where everyone got along and everyone hung out with one another. So it was, uh, it was really, really fun. Well, tonight was fun. Yeah, it was a great. Was you know good, what tonight was? Game. Great time out. Oh, listen to you. Listen to you. Great time out. Going to old school with that, too, aren't you? Going back in time. Oh. Like I used to say back then, it's a great time out unless you want to win. Well, you know, it was, it was you know, Warriors basketball. It's not so bad. You know, back in the day. You know, <laughs> if you like scoring, we got you. Oh. Oh, we may man. give up 140, but someone's going to score. Someone is going to score now. But it was if that I mean th- th- those were fun times. Not all of them. Actually. Who am I kidding? A lot of them weren't fun times. You know better than most. Yeah, we had uh, we had some times. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, you had some times. <laughs> you definitely had some times. We had some times. Yes, sir. <laughs> we had a couple of years there where it was. Yes, sir. <clears throat> It was one of those, you know, it's one of those where it, it would be like, oh, well, we can get him tomorrow. And, well, we can get him tomorrow. And then tomorrow turns into two weeks. And those are, those are the days. Oh, makes, it makes, this, makes this all even sweeter now. November turns into May, and all of a sudden, well, but, uh, what happened? The only advantage to the early 2000 Warriors was I could plan my Memorial Day barbecue. I could plan in January. Oh, you could plan like five years ahead. <laughs> You're, you're good to go. Well, what are we doing? Two thousand four. Oh, it's only nineteen ninety eight. Okay, yeah, go ahead and plan that. So during that stretch, we—that's where my one well, of my best stories uh, on the road is. Sign man in Philadelphia. Hey, Warriors! In the time, of course, everybody turns when he yells. Right? He's yeah. got the grease board behind the bench in Philadelphia. They call him Simon. And during timeouts, he would write derogatory stuff about the opposing team. Yeah. Hold it up. Never, never, per- never too personal or anything. It was all in good fun. And then, uh, so he held up the sign one night. And said, "Warriors, you're three years away from being three years away." <laughs> <laughs> I missed him. I, 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 the only, our guys were Robin Ficker and Leon the Barber. Oh, Leon, Leon the Barber. Leon oh. the Barber in Detroit. You had, had to broadcast in seven-second delay with Leon. Oh, oh Leon, man. Leon the Barber told <laughs> us one time he stood up. He was like eight rows behind our bench. He stood up and he goes, Warriors, you can't win. You can't win. You got too many white guys. <laughs> that sounds like Leon. <laughs> I was just cracking up, and I look on the, uh, I look on the court, and I go, you know, he might be right. We've got a lot of white guys out here. I think it might have been me and Mully oh. and Sharunas and maybe Shrek or Pete or somebody Somebody, somebody was out there. But you uh, had sneaky hops. Sneaky. <laughs> yeah. Sneaky. Well, we lost, too. But that's back when well, Detroit was, was Detroit. winning, that's was back when Detroit yeah. was winning the, uh, the oh. championships. And then Ficker was the all-time classic in, uh, in, in Washington, in Washington yeah. calling me Ray Tolbert. Ray <laughs> 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 When are you going to get in the game, Ray Tolbert? When are you going to get in the game, Ray Tolbert? Wow. I tell you, looked at him. I go, we're not even the same color. I go, what are you talking about? I go, get your facts right. Come on. You're better than uh, that. He looked at his program. He's a lawyer, too. He was like, kept quiet for like two minutes, and he goes, all right, Tom Tolbert, when are, when are you getting in the game? Uh, I go, thank you for getting my name right at least. Robin Ficker. He was so loud that Nelly moved the huddle. He moved yep. the huddle onto the floor. Absolutely. Because he was too loud. Absolutely. All right, man. All right, I'll let you go. See you. I'm nice off to uh, Salt Lake City tomorrow. Yes. So. I'm going to the airport as well. I'm not going anywhere. I'm dropping my wife off at 4.15 in the morning. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Thank Whoa. goodness I get to go back home and go to bed. You've got a great marriage as you're doing that. I'm doing that. <laughs> I, I volunteered for it. I would, I'd say four four letters, Uber. Yeah, well, <laughs> the airport's only like four miles away from the uh, house. That's so true, yeah. I'm okay. you, got, you got an easy one there. Don't, don't act like I'm too chivalrous here. I mean, I'm going out of my way, but not as much as you think, apparently. Baseball hat and sweat. <laughs> Have a go. good trip. All right, that's Tom Tober. Uh, Tim Roy.